This is the Busy Bee. I'm here with Ivy from Santa Cruz Community Compost. Ivy, thank you so much for being here this morning. Thanks for having me. Let's jump in. What is the Santa Cruz Community Compost? Uh, Santa Cruz Community Compost Company is a local uh, organic waste collection company. It's a service that's been provided for about two years now in Santa Cruz. We operate from 42nd Avenue all the way over to Schaefer, picking up residences, household organic wastes, so anything compostable. We do that all by bikes, and we process all the waste locally. How do you do that all by bike? So you go and you pick up all of the compost by bike. Yeah, right now households average about 9 or 10 pounds per week that they collect in a bucket that we provide. Um, our riders uh, ride by on either a cargo bike or a bike with a trailer, and we have our own buckets on the bikes. Uh, we empty the household's waste into our bins, collecting between 1 and 200 pounds, sometimes up to 250 pounds at a time, and then we bring that waste to one of our compost pile sites. Biking, I can't imagine biking around with a hundred pounds pulling a hundred. Yeah, two hundred fifty up to two hundred fifty pounds. That's amazing. That's like you're dragging another person. We call it paid strength training. Oh a lot my of goodness, our riders yeah. ride recreationally as well, and it's like they get some really good. That's a really good, good point. Well, that just goes to show how much compost is out there to be collected, and if this isn't being collected, what would happen with the compost? Uh, it just ends up going to the landfill, and um, about 40% of what people throw away in their garbage can, sometimes up to 60%, 40%. can be compostable. We accept all uh, paper products that can't be recycled, so greasy pizza boxes and paper napkins and coffee filters. And um, You accept that? Yeah, it's a really... I didn't know that was compostable. The only things that we don't take currently are meat and bones, um, and paper packaging, like from cereal boxes and whatnot, um, compostable plastics, and um, large amounts of oil and dairy. Yeah. What inspired you to start this business? Well, I moved here from the Bay Area, which has municipal composting. Um, basically, you can put all of your compostable waste. In fact, you're encouraged to put all of your compostable waste into the green bin there. Um, and I moved down to Santa Cruz, and the first thing I did was sign up for, you know, electricity and trash service and whatnot and I was trying to figure out <laughs> what's going on with compost here and I learned that there was no municipal collections and it surprised me. Um, it turns out that there's only four or five municipalities in the whole country that are offering compost wow. organic waste collection services um, and so these small companies like mine are popping up all over the place. Of course I had a compost pile in my backyard but I thought of all the people who live in apartments or condos who, or who just don't like shoveling um, <laughs> and <Right> I, <laughs> but who are like me and they yeah. are horrified by throwing away a banana peel like it feels weird to do that and so when I discovered that there was a company in Austin the compost peddlers um, providing a bike powered compost collection service I thought somebody should do it here and then decided that that should be me. <laughs> <laughs> and what inspired you to do bikes instead of just driving around with a truck? Um, well, I didn't have a truck. <laughs> I, That'll have, do it. I have been a lifelong bike rider, like a utilitarian bi bicyclist. I was never really a recreational rider. Um, I always just used my bike to get where I was going. And again, I learned about this company in Austin doing it on bikes, and it opened up the possibilities to me. Um, and then I got a big tax return, 
and my friend Josh Muir is a local bike builder here in town. He operates a company called Francis Cycles, and I approached him with the project of, hey, could you build me this cargo bike so that I can do this compost project? He built the bike for me, and yeah. Can you explain what the cargo bike is like and how that works? The style of bike that I ride is called a Dutch cargo bike, or long john, some people call it. It has um, a front-loaded cargo area, so the front wheel is... A good distance away from the handlebars and has a single arm that controls the steering um, and I can load the maximum amount that I've ever had on that was for a charity bike race I had 356 pounds on the front um, you didn't have to go over any hills did you not exactly I was in San Francisco <laughs> oh um, my goodness and I think I went up one slight incline where it was too steep, and I had to unload all the buckets and run them up the hill oh, and then ride up goodness. and then reload them again <laughs> to make it in time. But um, this bike is amazing. It can it can really haul a lot. I love And I love your post on your Facebook page, which you can check out, Santa Cruz Community Compost CO. That's for company. Yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. But you have this photograph of someone in, was it Michigan? A little boy riding a bike in the snow doing compost, the same thing. And people here give you grief for going out in the rain. Well, they're, like, so <laughs> proud of me. Like, wow, you ride in the rain. That's so impressive. And I'm like, man, you don't have another half of it. This little kid. And he has he's, like, pulling, like, a baby trailer with, like, full of buckets. I know. And like I said, these companies are popping up all over the place in order to meet people's, like, really, like, their need to, to not waste so much. Absolutely. Can you talk about the benefits of composting? Um, yeah, I... In, in my mind, it's not just a benefit. Like, it's an essential part of our life process. We owe all of life, all the life on Earth to the process of composting. And composting our um, food scraps from our homes is just sort of uh, the human version, the man-made version of what nature does all the time. Leaves drop on the ground. They provide fertility for the the plants growing around them and so it doesn't really make sense to me to be taking all of that potential fertility and dumping it in a landfill with a bunch of refrigerators and you know old brooms you're not growing anything out there (laughs) um and so far in the two years that we've been operating we've collected about 55 tons of food scraps and compostable waste all on bikes and all of that has gone back into a local food growing project or been given back to our customers. So the benefit really is that you're you're completing the food cycle. If you buy food from the store and you have all the little bits and pieces that you don't consume personally and then you throw them in the trash, you're sort of contributing just to a linear system with one end being the grocery store and the other end being or one end really being the farm and the other end being a trash heap. And what we're doing is we're taking the food from the farm and bringing it back to the farm so they can make more food. We call it a uh, table to farm because people are all, <laughs> they're all into farm to table I eating. I love that. And we bring it full circle. <laughs> you bring it back to the farm from the table. Yeah. That is amazing. Can you talk about where your compost goes or what kind of things you can do with compost mm-hmm. after it's been composted? Um, so yeah, we, um, we've networked with local food growing product projects. Um, the homeless garden project was the first that we approached because they had a lot of space and we knew that they were open to community oriented projects like ours. Um, they gave us some space and in exchange, um, we've donated 
huge quantities of the finished compost to their soil. Um, we have a few other locations around town um, that are all growing food. And then another benefit of being a part of our service is that um, you can get finished compost back for your own garden for free. So we oh, wow. we deliver compost back to people's homes when they ask for it. And then you can go on and grow more food that can then be composted. Look at that. I love that full Symbiosis. circle. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you talk about what the sign-up process is like? So you sign up and then you get a green bucket? Yeah. Is that how it works? Online on our website, SantaCruzCompost.com, there's a sign-up page. Um, you fill out the little form, and then within a week, we'll bring a bucket to you on your pickup day. It has all the information about what you can compost and how our billing system works. Um, you keep that bucket for as long as you're with the service, and it has a special kind of lid that's easy and flexible to take on and off, but also seals in against pests and any creatures might be interested in your bucket when you put it outside. Um and then once a week on your pickup day, you just put your bucket outside the same as your trash cans. One of our riders will ride by, empty it. We clean the bucket there for you so you don't have a gross, smelly bucket to deal with. <laughs> um, and then you get a point for every pound that we collect from you, and you use those points as um, a way to purchase back compost and other community rewards that we offer, like free coffee at certain cafes and Gotta love coffee. Yeah. And you can compost coffee grounds. Yeah. We get a lot of coffee grounds. Interesting. So those are really good for the soil. I guess I never really thought about all the ways that you could compost and the things that you can compost. Yeah. We accept pretty much anything that ever was a plant of any kind. Well, the thing I noticed was dog hair. Oh, yeah. We'll take dog hair. <laughs> How is that compostable? <laughs> it's actually, hair is actually really nitrogen really? rich. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's really good for the soil. Yeah. My favorite one on our compostables list is the stale beer, but no cigarette butts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> just in case we're picking up from a party house. You know, you can just pour your old beer in there. I had no way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then it just keeps on fermenting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Joins the process immediately. <laughs> What has been the best part about being a local business? Um, well, just the the community aspect of it. I finally feel like I'm doing something um, sort of worthy of my effort. I've done, had a lot of hard jobs in my life. This one is definitely one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. Um, but it feels really worthy, partly because the response from the community is so great. I have people who are just filled with good feelings that they don't have to throw their food scraps away, that it was torturing them before, but maybe they'd had a compost pile in their yard and it just wasn't working out. There were pests. They never got any finished compost. It was taking up space. They didn't know what to do. And having so limited options in town, it really felt good to offer something to the community that was needed. I think there's a lot of that with composting locally. It's it's a everyone. Some a lot of people have good intentions, but then they get through the part way through the process. And they're like, how do I handle this? There's animals, you know, raccoons attacking my home, and like having a really like going through your website. It's really great how you set up a really structured system in order to kind of prevent the things that maybe frustrate those who try to do it on their own. Yeah, we want to make it as simple and efficient as possible. It's another reason that we do it on bikes. It's just like 
we thought about what we would be contributing to the community and didn't really want to communicate or contribute more uh, trucks rumbling around. And, <laughs> and people love to see us. They like I run yeah. into people at the farmer's market and they like, it's like they know me. They're like, I've seen you riding around everywhere. What are you doing? Because we're kind of a spectacle, like with the, yeah. all these buckets and people always want to know what we're up to. And we it really makes us feel more of a part of the community than if we were just driving around trucks no one really even see what we were doing and you have a pretty big base can you tell all the listeners where you do your composting in right. what areas so we operate five days a week we have five different routes um our live oak route goes from about 7th avenue out to 42nd avenue we have a midtown seabright route it's sort of organized around where all the hills are right <laughs> so <laughs> oh i love that yeah. yeah um so we try to ride up and down <laughs> the hills when we're empty and then we fill up and drop off um we have a downtown Brilliant. route and um, our west side route goes from um beach hill out to schaefer and then we have a special um ucsc faculty housing route that we do on you thursdays do. and we drop up here at the life lab uh, learning classroom garden and that one is a very small route but we had some UCSC staff who were just desperate for us to come up here oh, so we I absolutely added that saw loop. them on your website what has that experience been like being a business and being able to interact with organizations and not just households but also like organizations that you get to build and create relationships I, with? I really love it it's um it's been good for me um, I tend to have difficulty connecting socially, and I'm just sort of more of a quiet, you know, keep to myself kind of person. And this has really forced me to branch out. And it's because I think what we're doing is really important. And when I encounter people who are interested in um, supporting us, they're always so enthusiastic and so happy that somebody finally wants to deal with this problem <laughs> and even though we're just a, like a drop in the bucket um as far as how much waste there really is um it still feels super valuable and um yeah people are really excited about it you must have a team of riders yeah. you are the lead peddler <laughs> <laughs> but do you do all of this delivering and riding and collecting by yourself no i do i do ride three to five days a week still um but I have three or four part-time writers and we are we're always interested in people who think that that would be a cool job I love to get emails from people just letting me know that they're interested in writing because it's sort of a special unique person that is you know strong and capable enough to ride their bike with that much weight but then also isn't grossed out by slimy goobers and cleaning out <laughs> buckets. And it's not quite as, like, um, impressive, really, as the bike messengers speeding around. We're kind of tootling, you know? We've got so yeah. much weight that we're tootling and we're stopping a lot. And Feeling. the people that work for me are all so incredible Aww. and really Tootling inspiring. with stinky car- car- Yeah. Car- yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's this combination of just being really dedicated to yeah. the 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 need for composting uh, services and then also just loving to ride their bike. I totally commend those folks. (laughs) (laughs) Myself, not one of those, but that is so amazing. And to be able to do that, I just, awesome. But also, I mean, a shout out to all of the amazing people who have signed up for the service. They're sort of, you know, it's sort of a luxury to be able to add some a monthly bill and then remember to put your bucket out every week. And I'm genuinely... Uh, blown away by 
how supportive the composting community is in that way that they remember to put their buckets out that they um that they're willing to participate in something that's kind of new and maybe a little bit wacky so is there any plans uh either short or long term to either uh increase uh, riders within your area or, inc- or actually increasing the area itself? Yeah, our goal right now, because our area is so big and some of our routes so spread out, we'd really like to start filling in the gaps and finding ways to connect with the people who are already on our route, who want our service and just haven't heard about it yet. We're, we haven't been very big about promoting what we're doing. It's been a lot of word of mouth. And now we'd really like to fill in the gaps so that our routes become more efficient and we can divert as much waste as possible with as little effort. Um, So that's what we're in the process of doing right now is reaching out to those communities that are in our service area who just haven't heard of us yet. Like one of those, the Muni maps or the BART yeah. maps. You are right here yeah. along this yellow line. Your neighbor that has we already, <laughs> That we already go about. Did you know? Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Where can we find you? Where can we find out more information or sign up? You can go to santacruzcompost.com. There's a lot of information on the website about what we're doing and why and what you can compost with us. The service area map is on there in case you're curious about your address. If it seems like you're outside the service area but you really want service just let us know we might be able to expand uh, our facebook page is another good way to connect um and i was gonna offer to any listeners of the busy bee that if you let us know that you were referred by this show that we'll give you your first two weeks for free so well look at that the busy bee <laughs> thanks busy bee. <laughs> if the you're too busy bee. the busiest <laughs> <laughs> You can be a V. What one last question? What has been an item that a lot of folks don't know is compostable that they are normally surprised about? For me, it was a tea bag. I had no idea. I saw it on your T-shirt, which your yeah. T-shirt is Mine's absolutely dog hair. Dog hair, yeah. <laughs> well, the tea bag. You just have to make sure they're not those Numi tea bags. If they're like the synthetic, but any like paper tea bag no is compostable. Idea. Um, I think people are most surprised by like. Um, things that they can't put in their home composting pile. So citrus is always one that's a big surprise to people because people who know about composting know that worms don't like to eat citrus, but our piles get up to be in 150, 160 degrees, so citrus just disappears. We take coconut husks and um, avocado pits and pistachio shells. Like people are always anything that's hard or seems impenetrable. Yeah, people are surprised that we take them. But I've picked up an avocado pit out of a turn, recently turned pile that fell apart in my hands like a crumbly oh, eraser. Oh my goodness! It, wow. The the microbial world is wow. really amazing. <laughs> Those are some resilient bacteria's. Yeah. <laughs> And I saw maybe a little bit of research for this project or on your Facebook page there was something oh, about um yeah, I'm I would love to have like any um like soil science students who are interested in studying the composting process who wanted to come and check out our piles. There was at one point um a grant being offered to soil science students That's so and I cool. thought that I could if somebody yeah. applied for that grant they could work with us to have a a place to do their study um but there, if there's anybody out there who's researching soil we'd love to hear from you there must be some motivated oh, grad students out there that would right. like yeah. to and i would love to get the feedback project. because the the feedstock that's going into our piles is so different from a farm's composting pile um that i'd love to know what's going on in there and i don't have the time myself to do that kind of research so 
Well, that is just fab- what a fabulous opportunity and what an amazing business you have here in Santa Cruz. I love the local and the bike. It's just so amazing. Ivy, thank you so much for coming on the show today, talking about your business at Santa Cruz Community Compost. You can check it out online. There's a website and a Facebook page. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Of course. Stay tuned. This is The Busy Bee, KZSE, Santa Cruz.